0: It'll be yours?
1: Where are my headphones? To my left. To my left. To your left. Oh, the blue okay. ones. The blue ones this time? I'm fine, don't worry. Sure. I'm a You're professional. professional. I'm a consomme professional. Where is my soup? Let me know when we're on. Just give me a point. That was it? Okay. <laughs> Can I have a few more seconds? I really got to organize my notes here. <laughs> I had, my ad libs got blown out and of the I car had window had and joke I was somewhere. running down the freeway trying to. Well, it's great to be here in San Diego. I'll tell you something. Actually, Escondido, the entire area, it's very beautiful. I love it here. Your <laughs> people are lucky. Wherever we are, I like it. La Jolla? We had a good time in La Jolla, let me tell you that. No, really. But, uh, and, they, and they say San Diego, I and mean, the whole area is like, San Diego is the, the cleanest city I have ever seen. It's absolutely amazing. Now, I know, your people must take your trash down to the border to throw it over or something like that, because I know... <laughs> It's not natural. This is not natural. As a matter of fact, La Jolla is... Uh, is uh, I found the only trash in La Jolla, ladies and gentlemen. I went looking around and I found it. This is the only thing that I could find in the entire city. And I was walking around a lot. was a uh, piece of cellophane from a sorby, sugar-free, something or other. I don't know what that would be, sorby. Someone threw that out there. must have been from out of state. And a clipping from, uh, what is this here? Oh, this is about me. Oh, no, wait a minute, Deepak Chopra. (laughs) Sexual blockages, yeah, that's what I thought it was about me. Well, what do you know? From the California Center for the Arts in Escondido, yeah.
0: California, it's What Do You Know with Michael Feldman from PRI, Public Radio Excellent. International. Excellent. That's John Tuleen on piano, Excellent. Jeff Eccles on bass, Clyde Perfect. Stubblefield on drums, and I'm Jim Packard. Is
2: that in, front of your
0: in this hour of What Do You I Know, that's California clear. Surf Museum director Rich Watkins, musical guest Chunky Sanchez in Las Alacranas, and the What Do You Know quiz. Support for What Do You Know comes from Public Radio International affiliate stations and the Public Radio International program fund. Support for What Do You Know is made possible in part by Wisconsin Tourism and Door County, Wisconsin. Known for its shorelines, state parks, and lighthouses, not its doors. For information on fall and winter happenings in Door County and the state, it's 1-800-432-TRIP. Now, the man who is a totally rad surf rat looking for that fully macking double overhead corduroy to the horizon, Michael Feldman! (laughs) What does it mean?
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Or deep fat Chopra, as I know around home. Yeah, well, and the climate's pretty good out here. I must admit. Now, um, not like it's not unlike Madison, Wisconsin, which is called the La Jolla of the Midwest, as you probably know. <laughs> Well, it shares that title with Gary, Indiana. Those are the, you know, it's, it's pretty close. Got The comparisons are pretty interesting. I have the weather comparisons here for uh, Madison, Wisconsin, uh, latitude 43, longitude 89. Uh, and San Diego, California, latitude 32, 44. Longitude 117. Boy, have you got longitude here. <laughs> See, but your elevation is only 13 feet, and we have 858 in Madison. So, okay, uh, that's one for us. Now... Uh, Looking at the other averages here, uh, most snow in 24 hours, Madison, Wisconsin, 17.3 inches. Remember that, 1990? Yes. Yes, I remember it. Snowblower year. Year. Uh, First I purchased the snowblower, 17.3 inches, most snow in 24 hours, San Diego, California, none. See? (laughs) All right. So, so far we're ahead by about 850 feet elevation (laughs) and 17.3 inches of snow, okay. Uh, most snow in a month, 37 inches, February '94. Remember that? That yes. was pretty. That's yeah, that's true. that was the month of the back going up. <laughs> uh, yeah, most snow in a month, San Diego, California. None. Once again, okay. We're so far. What's the score so far, Jim? Three to nothing. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, look at some of these other. Now, temperature. I know you're going to say temperature is a thing here, but if you look at uh, uh, July, for example. <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin, average uh, 82 degrees. Uh, you look at San Diego, uh, average uh, only, uh, I would say, 70, 75 to 78 degrees. So, Jim? Four to nothing. Okay. Uh, now, I know you're saying, what about uh, January? <laughs> Gee, it's not on this chart. <laughs> Who's got the coldest temperature? Yeah, yeah, yeah. coldest temperature. All right, do you like cold? We got that. We got that. Uh, January uh, lowest ever, minus 40, uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Lowest ever, San Diego, uh, 24 degrees. So, <laughs> Jim, that would be five degrees. I nothing. think that's a shut game, out. Jim. I'm All right. That's a shutout. Here's my favorite uh, headline I've read recently in the San Diego paper. A Christian radio station sold converts to music. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a keeper. Actually, speaking of that, I thought this was the Mormon temple when we kept driving past it. This is is an impressive building for being in the middle of Escondido. I mean, what the heck is it? No, I mean, no offense. I mean, it's very... (laughs) Everything is kind of horizontal and nice and, and that's, you know, that San Diego kind of way And then suddenly it's a pleasure palace And like Kublai Khan <laughs> So it's, uh, you know, right there among the avocados there's A lot of avocados out here, I guess Those fields out there, Jim? Plantations Wrong part of the country, Jim I can always count on you uh, Let's see, what else here have I learned? Oh yeah, also, we did a demographic study Just so I know uh, you people How many of you are from San Diego proper? Uh, how many of you are from Escondido? Proper,
2: uh,
1: La Jolla, uh, the general beach area. Oh, very cool. See, in Wisconsin, we don't have road signs that say beaches. You know, like an exit like that. Do we? I've never seen an exit sign or one that says uh, cruise ships use airport exit. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> No wonder driving is a problem out there. They got cruise ships on these roads. Uh, all right, I got you down here. You like, uh, this is above average interest for the area, San Diego area. Jogging, sailing uh, home gyms, uh, playing racquetball, watching pro baseball, watching pro football, watching pro basketball, keyword watching. <laughs> Japanese vehicles, BMWs, Cadillacs, muscle cars, Volvos, The Simpsons, Saturday Night Live still huh, hanging in there, pretty good. Classical music, folk music, jazz. Uh, n- no rap, it says here. Get with it, will you? It's happening. Uh, New Yorker, USA Today, Playboy, liberal politics. That doesn't make sense to me, does it? Oh, this is an issue. These are the issues you talk about. Liberal politics. Okay, I understand it. Uh, ozone depletion, very big here. Uh, croissants, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, Oat Brand bagels, apples, oranges. TV dinners, fast food herbal tea, red wine, white wine, any kind of wine, I guess that would be pretty much. <laughs> Budweiser, Coors, Miller, books, theme parks, movies, video rentals, stocks, walks, personal computers, junk mail, home fax machines, boom boxes, condoms, obsession for men, and dental floss. Okay, that pretty one covered. <laughs> Did I leave anything else out there? That uh... Tomein? Yeah, I got that myself a little <laughs> earlier in there. Same to you, ma'am. I know what that means in English. You can't say that to me. No. So uh, it's an amazing climate, though. This is like the, uh, the inverse of the Midwest, really. You have, you have a sky out here. We have a sky, but you have to climb to 10,000 feet to see it. That's the only... <laughs> That's really amazing. Discovered by the Portuguese Cabrillo, 1542, uh, who then retired in Coronado afterwards. And he's... <laughs> He's still there as a matter of fact With the other guys they are actually more retired admirals Than anywhere in the world So if you are an admiral You're thinking of retiring Have uh, I got a condo for you more, more condos than anywhere in the world As a matter of fact How many of you live in condos? See you're not even living in them Only a few people actually live in them They just stand empty don't they They build them just to block the view of the ocean right? And you get some guy from Burbank lives there uh, One week a year or something So that makes a lot of sense to me Think this out, will you? Let's demolish some of those and get the view back <laughs> Oh, I don't mean to I'm saying let the guy get out of the building first I'm not going rad on you here um, Yeah Retired brass Must be about what? 25% of the population? Think so? Possibly Old soldiers may fade away, but the rest of them are here ladies and gentlemen there it's uh, pretty amusing if you're from out of town <laughs> back home there'd be chortling over this people don't chortle out here do you notice that Jim it's not, not a California thing to do to chortle I've noticed that not polite. you don't even know what it is to chortle do you no see they don't okay <laughs> that's to gag Jim that's the, they can do that I'm sure but, uh, you know, I was thinking about moving out here, frankly. I, I'm really impressed with it. It's got, well, I thought, I know, I'll open a Mexican restaurant, you know. Uh, maybe with a terrace, you know, and serve margaritas and put up some wrought irons, have guys play at the table, something like that. Kosher Mexican. Okay, good. In other words, leave out all the good stuff, right? What do you get? A tortilla, basically, it's kosher. Probably not even that, so I don't think so. Or maybe, you know, other I thought maybe, if not that, maybe a coffee shop in La Jolla would be the thing to do. I don't know if anyone's thought of this yet. You know, you could put like special coffees there and you know get one of those machines they have over in Italy and bring it over here, something. Charge two fifty for a cup of coffee and then uh, retire. Yeah, you know, sell four cups and then sit out the rest of the day, like everyone else so. What are all those people sitting around for? And I, I mean, they must be working, don't they? I mean, aren't they? There are a lot of people sitting around here, I notice. They can't all be tourists because the season is pretty much over, isn't it? Which means that people who live here kind of sit around all day. And <laughs> are you all consultants or something? Is that what the scam is? What? Cellular phones. cellular phones. You're working. Oh, you're working out there. Okay, I thought you were just laying around out there. Okay, they're working. On Black's Beach, why do you work out there? I don't understand it. <laughs> Where do you keep your cellular phone? I don't understand <laughs> That's the nude beach, friends, if you're not from around here. I get. I'm told, I don't know, we haven't been there. Gen- oh, Jim, did you go? No, it? I haven't no. been there yet. Okay. I'm gonna have a little surgery here before I go out there. They, they got guys on the street who do that here. It's, we don't have it in the Midwest. I clipped I it, actually. All men are not created equal. I saved this. Some have been shorted, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Cosmetic surgical arts, and they got a little cart out there. It's like, you know, we get hot dogs back home or something. Well, no, not exactly. I didn't mean that exactly. Same thing, I suppose. So anyway, um, then I was thinking, you know, you got this ocean here. Maybe there is something, and I'm just thinking out loud now, maybe something recreational we could do with all the waves that come in. You know? You haven't thought about this yet, I know. But think about it. All those waves are lapping on the shore. There's got to be something recreational we could do with them, some kind of a sport or activity. And I'm not, I'm not sure. I was thinking... Maybe lying, uh, lying in the shallow ones with a very young Liz Taylor is what I was thinking of. <laughs> you think about something else if you want to. That's okay. But, uh, yeah, okay. And then, you know, if I did start a business, I think this is an ideal place to have it because you could get a lot of uh, Mexican uh, people to come up and work for you, and they're hard workers, and it would be a very good labor force to use. I don't think there'd be any problem with it. <laughs> You know, because Americans don't want to work anymore, so we get some good, hard-working people to come up here and work for you. It. Be ideal situation. So I'm really thinking this through. <laughs> of course, with so many Californians fleeing south for jobs now, I don't know if that's going to be a real possibility. <laughs> Could be the most beautiful spot on earth. I don't know. I haven't been Hawaii. They say is very nice, and Fiji, I hear, is good. Surfing's good too, apparently. But this this area, yeah. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Said one thing that made sense to someone. Intellectual humor goes over really well here. I know it's the, uh, I got to talk kind of about flussed, it. Yeah. Yes, okay. Back home, we always talk about intellectual things like this. This is stuff you'll laugh about years from now. Uh, in a nursing home, suddenly it'll occur to you what I meant. If we still have nursing homes in the future, we're just gonna have ice flows after this bill passes. And <laughs> get, down here, you won't have ice flows. <laughs> well, well Sorry, didn't mean to be topical Didn't mean to take a position So it is, I think, possibly, though The most beautiful spot that I've been to We've traveled to here The most beautiful on earth? (laughs) Possibly But, I mean, do you tell a beautiful woman She's beautiful? Huh? You do? (laughs) Because she knows, right? I mean, I don't want to say something That everyone keeps saying to her You could ask her if she knows so San Diego say, it's a beautiful place, but you know, you've heard this before. I think all the elements are here, and uh, the hair, the eyes, the... Uh... The lips. No, we're talking about San Diego, Jim. <laughs> <We're>... <laughs>
2: all
1: right, I love you, I said it. Don't hurt me. It's 32 degrees back home, I can't go back home now. <laughs> With a hundred foot ceiling, ladies and gentlemen, and dropping and back home, we're just now getting paintball. We don't even, People are really advanced down here. <laughs> we don't ride in totally hollow waves for the most part, I don't <laughs> think. Um, of course, they say it's, it's conservative down here. Is that true? I'll send you a bit on the... That's, the... that's the word. I know this is a public radio audience. You're not normal. <laughs> and you don't... <laughs> don't reflect the uh, the larger culture uh, but you know that's okay if it is conservative that's fine I'll just keep my mouth shut the weather's good I don't really care that's okay <laughs> Duke hey you know that's okay I'm sure he didn't mean anything by it when he said that you know Duke what's his name Duke what's his name see I've forgotten already Duke so we shortened the word big deal you know it's uh, I'm sure he didn't know that that was not the Duke is a shortened word isn't it, it must be short for something But uh, I'll tell you that I think you're doing the wrong orientation down here some of the people anyhow is about you know fencing the border I think the real threat is from Los Angeles ladies and gentlemen (laughs) So I mean the fence is on the wrong side of you let's face it come on All those people want is work give them a break and the people from Los Angeles come on They just walk right in here ladies and I know you got those Miramar exercises now Trying to stop them, I I know that the the artillery is is pointed towards North Hollywood. I realize that. Thanks, Stu. I heard you, and I appreciate that. That's what those military games are all about. It's the Los Angeles threat, I think. Anyhow, and then this wastewater thing has got me a little perturbed. Uh, Having to drink your own pee, pee, huh? A little trouble in paradise, there, you know. Uh, Oh, yeah, here's the one catch. It's a jack-booted federal thugs making you drink your own pee-pee. You know, that's uh, And plus fluoridating the water. You tell me that this is not all coming together at this point. So, uh, but you actually, you know, a lot of it, they're talking about recycling wastewater. It makes a lot of sense, and, uh, and we do it back home, actually. You can do it with a Mr. Coffee. <laughs> Ten cups at a time, and by the end of the day, you got enough for a, for a car wash, basically. So it's, I, I wouldn't drink it myself. And then for the larger problem, you build a giant Mr. Coffee. And uh, that should work out. And there's some amazing things. You know, it, they talk about California and surfing and all that stuff and, and the physicality of it, but there's amazing brain power out here. Uh, isn't there, Jim? In La Jolla. Yes, yeah, yes, well, yeah. as long as you're here, Jim, we know. Yes, and they're smart, too, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah We have the brain There, there is a, like a brain institute That just started right In La Jolla of all places you know, I, mean, I don't know Alright Seems odd to me And of course the Scripps Institution The amazing thing And all the things that they Hey Paige How you doing uh, The oceanographers And they, of course I think They're part of this brain thing too So and the, there's the um, The Salk Institute Anyone here from Salk? Yeah okay. Are you from Salk? Oh that's nice of you to applaud Anyway uh, it shows you care about something. Nothing. You can't hear me in this front section here. I'm, I'm really killing them in the back rows here. <laughs> See, it, it's so ironic because they can't hear in front and they would react. You can hear in the back and you're just not reactors. <laughs> so it's, it's very ironic. Uh, this genius sperm bank thing. They keep leaving messages in my hotel room and... I. Uh, You know, they all want donations, same thing. Is it deductible? That's what I want to know. I I personally think this, you know, if a woman wants a genius, she should have to face him face to face. You know, I Because, you know, he'll be thinking about something else anyway, so it's not going to be a big deal. Genius sperm is different, we know that, because it it thinks about it first. uh, let's see what else. He sent us Pete Wilson, we sent him back. Sorry about that. I'm sure he has his good points. You know, uh... Illegal aliens not a big issue in Wisconsin, except the you know, people coming from Canada, we try to keep them out as much as possible. So, uh, plus he looks too, too much like Bush, you know, he's like Bush Light. That's the feeling we got. We've Been there, done that, we don't, you know, do this again. Then I was on the beach looking for shells and I didn't realize what the problem was. There's a letter to the editor of the paper. It said, uh, reminded me of a statement made by Gerald Warren, a group of Republican women federated in May 24th. He said, the beaches of California are white with the bones of people who have underestimated Pete Wilson. So that's why I kept picking up there. (laughs) I wanted some simple shells and I found the bones of people who underestimated Pete Wilson. Um... Otherwise we're here in Escondido Avocado uh, country uh, 12,000 acres of avocados And they could send one that was ripe (laughs) Back home, you know I mean I've never seen a ripe avocado I mean you have to leave You think they would ripen summer Between here and there I mean that's a long plane ride for an avocado Avocado from the Indian word For you know what What Sorry No, no, testicles. (laughs) Really? Garrison didn't tell you this when he was here? (laughs) Mr. Guacamole didn't tell you this? Yeah, testicles. That's why you always buy two when you're at the store. Don't you wonder about that? (laughs) Well, thank you very much. It's great to be here. I love this area, I love San Diego, I love each and every one of you. I'm not saying that to panda. Okay, and we got, you know, I'm trying to get in the groove out here, and I'm from the Midwest, I've lived there all my life, and I figured, how do we do it? We find out about what, to us, back home was a very strange sport, an occupation of riding waves, and now there's even a museum. You know, talk about the Museum of Rock and Roll. Uh, in Cleveland. Would you welcome, please, Rich Watkins from the Surf Museum, ladies and gentlemen. The Grand
3: Kahuna. Hi, Michael? How are you doing? How are you? Real good. I see you guys are a bit overdressed. <laughs> <laughs> I do like your shirt.
1: It is very nice. It's that's that's Hawaiian, though, isn't it? It's a little bit out of...
3: Uh, yeah, that's, uh, this is our typical dress, and when we go to work, we put a name tag on
1: <laughs> now, do you hold a job besides being a surf guy?
3: Yeah, I work for the California Surf Museum.
1: Yeah, okay. But I mean, <laughs> along the way in your life, uh, and I'm not saying it's been a long one now, but uh, you're probably my age, right? Forty-something.
3: Yeah, that's a good guess. Good guess. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's the gray hair it gave me away. Right? Yeah. yeah. Can you make a
1: living as a surf guy? I mean, I mean, how do? Is, will someone uh, employ Today, you,
3: you can. Yeah, yeah. You, you can make a living, but usually you have to supplement it with something else like working yeah like working yeah you know mo- most surfers uh, really don't have an affinity to work because we spend most of our time just working enough so we can go surfing most most of the time yeah that's like
1: the fishermen the trout men we have back home basically yeah, exactly and these are, these are surf guys yeah how do you feel about other surfers i mean i know that you're, you're together in a group here and it's cooperative and stuff but let's, let's take the trout men for example when they go trout fishing they don't want to see another guy trout fishing is there a similar thing with, with surfing? Well,
3: we, you had that as a problem, say, when you were in your younger years, when you're more competitive by nature and more aggressive. But uh, also, too, you learn that uh, everybody is out here doing the same thing, having a great time. Yeah. So you don't need that kind of uh, negative energy. Yeah. You know, so don't carry it with you and go out and have a good time. Yeah. So
1: if your tires are slashed in the parking lot, that's from an outsider, isn't
3: it? Yeah, that's usually uh, a guy from inland somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> An inlander. Yeah, huh? cow okay. guy, you know. A cow guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me all this. I want to learn. I'm here to learn. This You're is very, here to learn. I'm here to learn. Well, the first thing yeah. is, you know, about surfing is you've got to know the lingo. Yeah. Okay, so I brought with me here a book. It's called The Surfinary, and uh, <laughs> you, as you can see, it's quite thick, and I think if you go through it, it may right. help you here in California understand some of the lingo that we talk here.
1: Okay, resin, you know, like, resin fumes.
3: Yeah, resin fumes. Yeah. Right, you know, cowabunga.
1: Cowabunga, I know hey from. Hey
3: Dude, yeah. Grammy, Ho Dad.
1: Okay. Is know, some of this language dated, though? I mean, up. is this like...
3: A lot of it's still used today. A lot of it is. It, 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 most of it is generated from the 60s. From the 60s. And it's been updated. Like today you have rad, radical. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it, 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 it goes into other terms as uh, society moves on.
1: Mm-hmm. Butterfly, a stance on a longboard. Yeah, like my it.
3: mom just got to bitchin'. She's using yeah. bitchin' now. Oh, bitchin'. <laughs> Well, here's one. She's 72.
1: Here's one I like rich. (laughs) What does this mean? Butt thong.
3: That's a good term. Uh, That has to do with the type of swimsuit. Well, I I wouldn't recommend you wear it in Laguna Beach or, you know. That I or anyone. Yeah, that you or, you know. Or anyone. You You might get sunburned. Okay.
1: How would I use it in a sentence? (laughs) How's your butt thong or something like that? or butt song uh, dude?
3: Ironically enough, Michael, I've never had to use it in a time. So <laughs> I hope I don't have to.
1: What about these young surfers coming up? They don't uh, want to get out there and uh, work anymore, do they? Well, why work when you can surf? Right. But yeah. there is, a, there is an, there's an art to it, and there's a lot of... Let me oh, put, absolutely.
3: Put a lot of you have to be in good shape to be a good surfer. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, aren't aware that uh, all the time a guy is out there you know, surfing... He's keeping himself in the best of shape of probably anyone in the entire community. Yeah. So you're
1: saying you're in the best shape of anyone in the community? No, I don't surf like I used to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I'm typical for my age group.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah you know, me, A, a me couple too. of those
3: Milwaukee beers, you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah,
1: you got those out here, huh?
3: Oh, yeah, you got to have that as soon as you're done surfing.
1: They're done, but not never before.
3: Well, sometimes you need the courage. Sometimes. You know, and you might take one or two to go out. It, or but never more than that.
1: Yeah, never more than that. Or, or three.
3: We're talking kegs here, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> is the scene, I mean, uh, of course, all, everything I know about it is from movies and, you know, uh, and these scenes of giant bonfires on the beach and uh, a, lot, a great deal of lovemaking in the sand. Yeah, uh, that's
3: great when you can find it. And uh, <laughs> t- today, if you uh, happen to go out and build a big bonfire, you'll be taken to jail for polluting the air. All right. But uh, yeah. beyond that, you don't see that often. You no, know. But at at making, times in the 60s, don't... things like that did happen, although I didn't see a lot of dancing on the beach. I saw a lot of falling down from too much beer. But...
1: <laughs> Was there a psychedelic uh, surf movement at any time? I mean, any...
3: Well the psychedelics, uh, when you put it into history, existed for almost everybody in society. And surfing too had that part of it. I'm not history. accusing.
1: I'm not accusing here. I mean, we, well, all, no, we no. all had our moments. No, so we're, we're survivors. Just, yeah, you no, know, we no. made
3: it through. We didn't die. We didn't OD. We're here. Just don't you know. flash
1: back on me, man.
3: That, that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I, know, I, I can't think. Was there a psychedelic
1: surf band? I, I don't recall something like that. You would think that would have happened. I don't
3: People remember. think Jimi Hendrix was a psychedelic surf band Oh because he did. No, he actually he, uh, Rainbow Bridge if anybody's ever heard of that, yeah. was a song that he talked about surfing in. Oh, okay. And he lived in Hawaii with Cherry Lopez and some of the top-name surfers. And did he during surf? During that period of time. My understanding is, no, he didn't surf. Yeah. But he understood, and I, he liked the surfer-type people.
1: I bet he could stand on his tongue on a board, too. It's a shame he didn't. Uh,
3: well, he just used his guitar. You know, as long as he didn't plug it in, he'd probably yeah. work out pretty good. Oh, that's interesting. And
1: uh, beach culture, does that... I mean, you see a lot of people who seem to be living pretty much on the beach. That still exists today. Yeah, they're out there
3: still living on the beach, and in fact, a lot of surf guys still live in their cars, just like they did in the 50s and
1: 60s. Really, but they live in these little foreign cars now, or they still have the old grand old... Well,
3: yeah, they they moved up to uh, the minivans now. You know, you can black out the windows and uh, move your car every three hours.
1: Yeah, they still have the classic woodies with the...
3: Yeah, the woodies are back in, and uh, they're full classics in that most of them are now restored. Mm-hmm. So the woodies you see today uh, are in actually super great shape, better shape than they were back in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Would a guy
1: feel all right about pulling up to a, a, a good surfing? Wh- where's a good surfing beach around here?
3: Uh, here in Escondido. Well, <laughs> I, that's a good point, isn't it? I mean, let's uh, around here, you know, around here is... I mean, I well, I
1: think there's a water
3: park just over yeah, there, okay, a couple so of
1: streets over here. Ocean Beach, something like that? Is that a
3: place to surf? Well, Ocean Beach is down in San Diego. San Diego, uh, Where yeah. you go here yeah. is either Oceanside or Carlsbad. Carlsbad. Or Encinitas. Okay.
1: Would've got some surfers out there. <laughs> huh? You know, I'm amazed to read Jewish people surf out here. I thought that was astounding to me. I don't know. I read a story about Jewish surfing family. It was a really cool story, actually. The Paskowitz? I, I'm not sure what their name was,
3: but it was, it was pretty cool.
1: Would, would a guy feel all right about pulling up in his Lexus in and into to, to surf now with a? With well, ironically
3: a, enough, uh, a lot of guys uh, that are in their 40s still surfing today do pull up in their Mercedes and their Volvos, and they're the uppie surfer of today. Yeah,
1: so and they don't take any. Uh, 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 what, what's the word that I can? Well,
3: use? the hubcaps are still in the car when you get out of the water, <laughs> so it's not too bad. <laughs>
1: All right, and there's, there's a feeling of camaraderie among I, I, the servants. More same so
3: today than, in the, in, like I said, in, than in our younger years, yeah. because we have learned that uh, we're all here just to have fun, Yeah. and that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah, well, that's a good idea. Yeah. And uh, You need to try it. I don't I see how, I'll uh, tell you the truth. I'm a drowner.
3: You know, I mean, I, I even brought you a special wax here, you know. See that? Uh, sex wax. <laughs> the best for your stick. <laughs>
1: Do not eat. I don't get it. <laughs> well, thanks very much. I'll take,
3: this
1: <laughs> I'll take this back to the empress with me and see what we can wax up there. No, You, I, always, I, uh,
3: you could probably wax up a cow and try that. Kind of yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take a cow,
1: <laughs> cow crap, am huh? I? No, I meant surfing. <laughs> <laughs> Surf a cow. You know. Surf a cow. Oh, so yeah. you have, see, I have this thing about surfers out here, and you right. don't understand the cow mentality back home, <laughs> do you? I'm trying to you have more cows here in california you took over as dairy state so think about that oh. and you're welcome to the cheesehead title we're sick of it actually and we're going to start surfing <laughs> on lake mendota which will be interesting huh? okay now the surf museum uh, where, where is it first of
3: all uh, the surf museum is located in oceanside uh, overlooking the oceanside pier at the corner of third street and pacific yeah and we've been there now or, uh, just over four years.
1: And in it, if someone was to walk in there, they would find, what, famous boards from history?
3: Essentially, exactly that. Boards and other things. Pictures, memorabilia. At the present time, our show is uh, featuring Tom Blake, who was the first inventor of a hollow surfboard. Hollow surfboard. And the first guy to win the first Southern California surf trophy, hmm. which we also have at the museum. Wow. And then featured with him is our first surfing photographer. His name was uh, uh, John Heath Uh, Doc Ball. He he was a dentist back in that time and uh, he took the first still uh, pictures of surfers Mm -hmm. and we have on display from him the uh, first waterproof uh, surfing camera that was used made out of wood that uh, Tom Blake made for him. What year was this? That was about uh, 1937, 38.
1: Okay, oh wow. It's not someone told me that someone started surfing out here on ironing boards. That's not true, is it?
3: No, that is true. It is true? Yeah. Yeah, ironing boards were uh, one of the first things uh, when you were younger, you stole from your mom and uh, <laughs> she went to do the ironing and the board wasn't there. You Rich, know? Was down uh, did at you the see beat. my ironing board? <laughs> did you try that when you were a kid? Uh, the ironing board? Yeah, yeah, I tried it for uh, what they call boogie boarding today. Uh-huh. I remember doing that at Hermosa Beach. Yeah. I grew up originally in the L.A. area until I moved to San Clemente.
1: Yeah, Of course, those were the days when the irons had removable cords for discipline purposes as well.
2: So... <laughs>
3: You probably got the entire ensemble well what was tough is uh, it was you know it was attached to the wall mom really got upset <laughs> 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 who
1: who uh, who is the Jimi hendrix of surfing i mean if there's if there's i mean out- the
3: top pro professional person in surfing yeah when i, when I you know jimmy hendrix to me is the ultimate well the, i think what's hard about surfing is that there are so many greats in surfing for different reasons you know Tom Blake was great in his era, yeah. along with a gentleman named Preston P. Peterson. But then when you jump to today, I would say the two greatest surfers would be uh, uh, Tom Kern and uh, Kelly Slater. Yeah. For that, and that's on a shortboard. Uh, on a shortboard.
1: How short is a the shortboard?
3: They get uh, less than uh, six, five feet.
1: Wow. Some men have been shorted. See, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And a longboard? A, a longboard, or uh, a longboard
3: typically is considered nine foot or larger okay. in length.
1: And is that an older style of surfing? They go, yeah, it's an the older style,
3: and it's a much easier way to surf. In other words, it's easier to catch a wave. It's easier. You can take longer to stand up, and as we get older, we take a little longer to stand up. You know. Yeah. So, we we appreciate that extra time. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Emotionally, I mean, I mean, this is the part I think it's probably the, maybe hardest to talk about. When you when you're out there, and maybe you're, you know, not a lot of people around you, and you're out there, and you have the emotional feeling. What I mean, what is that like?
3: Well, we I don't think you really describe it, it's just something you feel. You know, yeah. you, you could have a, the worst day in the world and you can go out on the water and in a few minutes you forgot all about it. Mm-hmm. It's just, you just go out and your your thoughts are just that, looking for the next wave, looking for that best wave. And it's, uh, it's like some guys, your best wave is the most fun wave you had that day. Mm-hmm. And that could be your best wave. And I think every surfer also has their best wave of their career that they never forget. Yeah. Whether it was being in the tube, which is being totally locked in to a wave where you're down inside of it and you push out of it, well, have you ever seen pipeline, mm-hmm. big giant, you know, 20-foot waves? And that, that might have been only a four-foot wave, but you'll never forget that wave mm-hmm. and you always carry that feeling with you. Yeah. Where, where was yours? Mine, ironically enough, was in San Clemente at a place called 204 there was a trestle there and there was a sign at the top said 204 and i didn't even know what happened that day that it happened i was uh, seventeen years old it was breaking about seven foot uh... i was going left i dropped in and i thought holy christ i'm in trouble now i'm gonna eat the big one it was <laughs> in the winter the water is about fifty seven degrees no wetsuits no leashes and i pull in and I, and I hear this train behind me and i start losing you know the light in front of me and then all of a sudden I just punch out the front and all the guys on the shore start yelling and screaming and all I'm doing is shaking because I was <laughs> scared to death, absolutely scared to death and I've never forgotten that wave.
1: That sounds great.
3: Yeah, That's certain.
1: <laughs> Gave me shivers and I'll never have the experience. oh that's really cool and uh, we should tell people if they, if they want to come and see your, uh, your the museum uh, easy to do during the week or
3: oh absolutely i'm there every day from noon to four except uh, tuesday and wednesday I to <laughs> <laughs> well you gotta work,
1: gotta work gotta work sometime yeah. i guess well uh, it's 30 hours what do you want <laughs> <laughs> rich watkins ladies and gentlemen from the surf museum here thank you very much <laughs> thank nice <laughs> <I'll be back>. you <laughs> I got the t-shirt, I'll get some respect. Where's my sex wax, it's going right in my bang. the heck? Got a bottle of wine later on, a little surf, a little party. surf music, party. a little sex wax, and uh, see what's on cable. <laughs> well, you know, the funniest thing is that Clyde, you almost had uh, one of those wave experiences, didn't you? You are walking on the beach the other day. And that wave came over you Saw it coming over you, yeah.
2: He punched through the front and that was it.
1: Yeah. Fortunately, you were walking in six inches of water. I it, really, it could have been a lot worse. That's Clyde Stubblefield on drums, ladies and gentlemen. The funky drummer. On bass, Mr. Jeffrey Eccles. Playing the piano, John Tooling. the What Do You Know Band.
0: You're listening to What Do You Know on PRI, Public Radio International.
1: Well, and what an audience you are. And now they put the speakers up after my monologue. There's no justice in the world, I'll tell you that. All right, I'll do it again from the top, let's see. Let's just go back here a few pages. No, I don't think I will. We got some very interesting questions here, or somewhat interesting. Uh, But I'm sure you're very interesting But your questions are very, some of them are extremely uh, Well, they're very, some of them Uh, Susan Califf, for example Where is Susan Califf? Susan E. Califf? Where are you, E? What's the E for, Susan? Yes, what's the E for? The E E, as in ear, you have Evelyn, okay, that's all I'm asking. I just want to make sure if you actually were a Susan E. Califf. Is this the dream I'm having? Yeah, this or... is the one. Yes. Uh, professor of Women's Studies and the History of Medicine. Okay, that's very good. Uh, why is there no word for women who cross-dress? <laughs> Obviously, this has come up in Women's Studies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're already dressed like a woman, what can you say about it? You know, I mean, there she is, and she's dressed like a woman. So, it's... so you think it over, really, you can... I'll come to your class and lecture on it. Dressed like a man, I'll be cross-dressed like a man, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jennifer Bustle and Sunita. I'm a mom. Where is she, Jennifer Bustle? Where? I'll be right up there. How you doing up there? Bring the kids? No kids today. Anybody watching them, or are they just roaming? Oh, yeah. Well, California kids, I know they just let them roam, don't you, pretty much? Uh, Would you like to join us for dinner? My husband and I are your number one fans. No, because you wouldn't let me eat, see? I'd be there, you'd be asking me how I started and this and that, and what my family thinks about it and my brothers and I've gotten this business and stuff, and I wouldn't be able to eat. So how dare you invite me to dinner? I've never heard of anything so rude in my life. The people out here are unbelievable, aren't they? Back home, they would never invite you to dinner like that, knowing that they would. Thanks very much. <laughs> that wasn't even a rim shot; no. that was just the old Tom Tom, wasn't it? Thanks, Clyde. Appreciate that. Uh, Vicky Delano, San Pedro. You around here? Okay, there's someone's actually within reach here. I'll go down there and say hello to Vicky. Excuse me, just a minute. I'm not going to jump off this stage because this is almost fatal. Be in front of
0: those big speakers doing? too. Good
1: morning. I'm doing my you? So far, but. Well, you know. Are they enjoying me in this row here? I can't
4: tell. Uh, now Obviously that we never. can hear you, uh, it is wonderful. Well, now
1: that you can hear me, yeah, okay, so that was the problem. All right, everyone's wearing headphones now. <laughs> well, if you tune to channel six, you can hear the pilot land the plane, <laughs> which is quite an experience in San Diego, ladies and gentlemen, with, as it appears you're going to shoot off into the ocean and become a very large surfboard. A very long board, I guess. say. Now, who was I talking to here? Vicky Delano, Vicky Delano. Is that right, Delano?
5: Yes, my name's Vicky Delano.
1: Did you bring this for me? Yes,
5: I brought this trick-or-treat bag for you. Oh,
1: thank you so much. What's in it? Candy. <laughs> well, how unusual for trick-or-treat bag. <laughs> thank you very much. I'll eat this right now instead of doing this interview. Uh, you're a housewife in, uh, where's San Pedro?
5: San Pedro is west of Long Beach and south of L.A.
1: And it's Best known for?
0: Yeah, um, it's pretty. It's like a little San Francisco.
1: Wow, sounds really cool. <laughs> sounds great. Can I buy some land there? Uh, yeah, I think there's still some left. Can I still buy some land there? cheaper? Not much land left in California. Southern California. I'll pay too much for it, and I'll never use it. How about that? Great, come on up. And I'll sell it at a loss. That's my family practice. We have... Are you uh, Mr. Delano? I am. What's your first name? Nelson. Nice to meet you both. And, uh, uh, what was your question, Vicky? Where did you... How, how did you get your start? See? <laughs> See what I mean? People prying into my business? She didn't even invite me to dinner. And she's harassing me. Why do you, how dare you inquire into my background? Yes. What are you doing for Halloween? There you go again. Another personal question. <laughs> Yeah, you people are prying. You're just prying. I don't care for it. <laughs> Chill out, will you? What's the matter with you people? You're supposed to be I'm sorry?
2: Interesting.
1: I am not interesting. Jim, am I interesting? Uh no, it's all right, say said. You're very
0: interesting to Jim me. Jim is
1: much more interesting than I am. Invite Jim to dinner. You should see him. I'll just want to know. Free, you'll they'll just be asking,
0: it. what's Michael like? How did he get his start?
1: Yeah. Right. And what do you say?
0: I give them the stock answer.
1: Well, go ahead.
0: Uh, What is the stock
1: answer? (laughs) I don't know. You're giving it. I I haven't given it yet. I say invite me to dinner. If they do, I don't talk. I clam up. That's what I do. Because I'm eating. Louder? What? Thank you very much. I'll shout out non-sequiturs at your show. How about that? All right. Well, you know what? We're a little bit, uh, we rushed for time. I'll be back in the audience. A little bit later But right now We're going to read The four disclaimers Ma'am could you Ma'am could you Climb over This gentleman uh, And climb over This gentleman <laughs> And climb over This gentleman Very well done You're so athletic Out here are you Glasses here are Glasses I will need Okay Just need those For reading do you Yes I do Okay very good Your, your name is uh,
5: Kathy Adams
1: Kathy and what do you do in life
5: I'm a human resources manager human resources
1: a lot of them here. Why don't you manage them? A lot of them can use it. How many need resource management here? Human. see? Get their names for you. Leave.
5: Humans can't be managed.
1: <laughs> well, you're out of a job then, aren't you? And, uh, would you do us the honor, please?
5: <clears throat> the four disclaimers. All questions used on What Do You Know have been painstakingly researched, although the answers have not. Ambiguous, misleading, or poorly worded questions are par for the course. Listeners who are sticklers for the truth should get their own shows. <laughs> Didn't I see you at Black's Beach?
1: why why, what looks familiar
5: (laughs) nothing i can see now (laughs) persons employed by the international house of radio or its member stations are lucky to be working at all let alone tying up the office phones trying to play the quiz listeners who have won recently should sit on their hands and let someone else have a chance for a change all opinions expressed on What Do You Know are well-reasoned and insightful. Needless to say, they are not those of the International House of Radio, its member stations, or lackeys. Anyone who says otherwise is itching for a fight. Well done.
1: See you at the beach. Okay, go back, climb back over these people now. Oh, you going to go around? Okay. All right, let's see the hands of those who like to try them at the quiz. Quiz time. Quiz time. Put those hands up in the air. What are you listening to here? Right Hello. Oh, excuse me. Okay, get your hands in there if you like to play the What Do You Know quiz, a chance for you to win fabulous prizes, simply for being who you are, knowing what you uh, know, assuming that both those cases are true. Uh, how you doing? About this gentleman right here, he's getting married, ladies and gentlemen, reason enough for a sympathetic overview.
6: You won my heart, what can I say? It took two years, but I'm finally getting married. It
1: took two years, which one won your heart here? I beg your pardon? Which one won your heart?
6: Oh, uh, Patricia right there.
1: Oh my God, she won my heart too. Yeah, yeah But yeah. she's marrying you, you lucky yeah, She's Yeah, mari- she's marrying me
6: and I'm, I'm an Australian.
1: Well, are you? How I'm nice are you. Yes, yes.
6: Uh, and your name is? My name is Ian. Ian? Ian, yes. Everyone in Australia is named Ian, isn't it? So well, can't I, you? It's a, it's a very common name in Australia, but not here.
1: No, okay. No.
6: Oh, we're here now, aren't we? You'll, oh, have, to, you'll have to change it, won't you?
1: Oh, absolutely. You? All right, Ian, give me one good reason why you should play this quit. Well, I tell you, I'm getting married. You're getting married. Okay, oh, that's oh, good. You oh, mentioned oh. that. Come on up here. <laughs> Ian, no, after you. Help <laughs> me. Uh, oh, good to see you. Charm. You know the band course over there? Do I have these on? So don't you wonder what I'm really like, Ian? Oh.
6: I know what you like, because I listen to you every uh, Saturday. You do? So you don't yeah. care at
1: all, really, what my deepest uh, uh, desires are? Well, you know, my hero has been Groucho Marx. Well, he's dead, though, let's face it. Yes, and, uh, I know,
6: but uh, uh-huh. I kind yeah. of enjoy him anyway. You do? Was yes. he
1: big in Australia, Groucho Marx? I
6: well, I only saw him when I was over here.
1: Don't they don't play his movies down there?
6: I've only been over here 17 years.
1: Who's that guy in the dress? Is he uh, uh, an Australian?
6: Oh, Barry Humphreys? Oh, yeah. Dame Eadith? Oh, Well, that's who it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dame, Dame, Edna. Dame Edna, Dame Edna,
1: yeah. Is she big down there yet, still
6: or Yeah, I've got a couple of you. The one movie I've got is uh, The Adventures of Barry McKenzie.
1: Anybody know that? Yeah, it's an Australian
6: film, it's very funny.
1: With him, her? Yeah. Okay, Uh, and then there's that movie, Priscilla, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, that was Australian. Yeah, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. So the question arises, what's going on down there, Ian? Hey, they're, they're catering to the American tastes. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> just, a just, a pretty, now, just a I joke, just a joke now, guys, just a joke.
1: I thought that was good. Uh, yeah, okay, so Ian, what do you do in, uh, are you, do you live in Australia and visiting here, or are you?
6: No, no, I, I'm here full time now. I uh, used to be in the uh, banking and finance business, but finance. Uh, now I'm an independent businessman, yeah.
1: and- What does uh, that all mean, Ian? I mean, what uh, do you actually do?
6: I'm a captain of industry.
1: Yeah, but what do you, what do, you do for a living? I mean,
6: Well, I just sold a video rental store in Mission Hills.
1: Did you own it, or yes, was it I just a scam yes.
6: Or yes, I certainly did. Yes, okay. I certainly did.
1: But I'm a salesman by trade also. You are, so you could sell anything, basically. You got something to sell? I'll sell it. Okay, Jim here, I'd like to put okay, on the market. Okay, Jim, anybody right for Jim? <laughs> See, a lot of takers. No, got none. Okay. Uh, you know how this quiz works, uh, Ian? Yes, I certainly do, Michael. Do you have anything like this in Australia, your, na- your native land? Uh? Mm, maybe not. No. Maybe not. I'm enjoying Ian. I'm sorry you're not. I I think he's a great guy. And what's your lovely uh, bride to be's name? Patricia. Patricia, did you meet her here or there? No, I met her here. You met her here? Absolutely. Have you taken her there?
6: No, no, after we get married, we're going to go down there. Yeah. Yeah. This is
1: not to get your green card or something, is it, Ian? I hope this is not. No,
6: no, I have a green card. I have a green card, believe me.
1: You have it on you by chance, I I came.
6: I came here honestly. No, I'm not saying you didn't.
1: I'm saying, do you have it on you? Can I see it, please? Oh, no, unfortunately, I don't have it with okay, me. Okay, well, I'm sorry. You can't play the quiz. Uh, no. Uh, they're very strict around here. They said, ask for a green card. Um, We're going to play the what do you know quiz. Someone out there plays along with you. Right. I don't know why I'm talking like you're, you don't understand me. They speak English in Australia. and I understand. I, am, I apologize. You follow me? Oh, absolutely. Uh, are we going somewhere? <laughs> what, what part of Australia are you from, by the way?
6: Uh, Adelaide actually I was born in Adelaide but I lived uh, a lot of my life
1: in uh, Sydney Did you? Okay, how oh, nice for you. Okay um, Is this the question? No, that can't be the question. Oh yeah, this is the question here It's based on uh, Dennis Conner, as you know the, uh, the America's Cup winner of uh, What was it? The last time before this time e- Easy, easy, easy a Very popular gentleman around town obviously <laughs> Uh, here's the question, Know the answer. What do they dial here, Jim? They would dial uh, area
0: 619-737-6326. And, and how do you remember that? You can remember it either by pep, mean, or repotum.
1: <laughs>
0: 619-
1: 619-737-6326. Okay, here's the question. Of course, America's Cup. Uh, who, Australians have it now? New Zealanders, don't they? Uh,
6: New Zealanders now, yes. Yeah, they do. Yes. How do you
1: feel about them? Is it like... Uh,
6: well... Fine, fine. The Australians and the New Zealanders have a certain um, um, affinity, or no, no, no. They, uh, what is animosity? That? Yeah, animosity. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, yes.
1: We have that too. Like yes, the, you know, Canadians and everything. Um, can you actually can an Australian mate with a New Zealander? Is that?
6: <laughs> yeah, I, I believe they uh, they can do that. Yes. Okay.
1: Without instruction. Oh, well oh, you guys are advanced, on it. <laughs> we watch the movies. Well, you've got all those dingoes running Absolutely. around. Absolutely. It's pretty obvious what's going on. Uh, to ensure a smooth sail, America's Cup yachtsman, uh, Dennis Connors shaves his what? Please, if you know, ladies and gentlemen, don't shout out the part of the body, which is actually accurate. Let's go to the phones right now. What's the number again, Jim? It's 619-737-6326. 6326. Dennis Connors, uh, the yachtsman, shaves his what? To insu- ensure a uh, smooth sail, let's go to uh, Mark in Escondido. Hi, Mark. How you doing, uh, Michael? Uh, pretty good, um, Mark? Yeah, how you doing? I always memorize the, uh, the star's name before he comes. <laughs> Write it down if you have to on a piece of paper, keep it in front of you. Mark, what does he shave?
2: Oh, you know, I don't know, this is a wild guess. I'll say his head.
1: That's a, that's a wild guess, so you're a little bit off. Thanks though, Mark. All right. Bye.
2: He's <laughs> He's from New York or something, he's crazy. not from
1: around here, I don't know. Uh, in San Diego, hi Wendy hi how are you
2: doing
1: great that's good dennis connors what does he shave uh
2: maybe his jib
1: i'm sorry what his jib <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much Randy. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: where's that human resources person where is the jib on a human uh barbara in la jolla hi barbara hi how
2: are you
1: good when uh when dennis connors is shaving before what does he make sure that he gets shaved according to his barber this is
5: Oh, according
6: to his
1: barber? Yeah,
5: yeah. Um, I was going to say that keel, because
6: they shave the bottom of the boat.
1: Thanks a lot, Barbara. <laughs> Back to the beach for you. Okay. <laughs> we're looking for what Dennis Connor shaves, according to his barber, at all times. Uh, we're going to run over her a little bit, you know, but uh, we'll, we'll pause for our usual break and stuff. Let's take one more call here, see if we can get an answer to this. I'm going to play along with Ian. Uh, this is Eugene uh, in San Diego. Hi, Eugene. Hello. What does he shave?
2: He uh, shaves his face.
1: Well, no, but yes, but no. I mean, it's a it's little more than that. Oh. Okay, thanks, Eugene. You're welcome. Okay. Well, we have a quandary here, don't we? We're trying to find someone to qualify for the quiz. We'll find out who played with Ian in just a moment, so don't... Leave your radio. For a list of What Do You
0: Know's useless gift items, call the radio store at 1-800-383-9772 and leave your name and address. What Do You Know is produced by Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International, Michael Feldman, producer international. This is PRI, Public Radio International.
7: Take it.
2: Michael, would you feel...
6: From
0: the California Center for the Arts in Escondido, <laughs> California, Excuse it's us, What yeah. Do You Know with Michael Feldman from PRI, Public Radio International. That's John Tuleen on the piano, Jeff Eccles on bass, Clyde Stubblefield on drums, and I'm Jim Packard. In this hour of What Do You Know, more of the quiz. Chucky Sanchez at Los Alacranos, winemaker Leon Santoro of the Orfea Vineyards, and the What Do You Know quiz. Support for What Do You Know comes from Public Radio International affiliate stations and the Public Radio International Program Fund. Support for What Do You Know is made possible in part by Wisconsin tourism and the numerous apple festivals featured in the Wisconsin Fall Guidebook. For information about apples, festivals, and more, it's 800 432 TRIP. Now, the man who wonders if there is an easier way to get to be a retired military brass, Michael Feldman.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're here at the beautiful California Center for the Arts. Is that the proper name? Yes. In Escondido, rising like the uh, Mormon edifice. But it's a gorgeous building. What a facility in uh, Escondido. You should be very proud of it. Um, and we are with Ian here. Ian, what's your last name? Watherspoon. Ian Watherspoon, Is that of English uh, derivation?
6: Actually, actually, it's a Scottish name. It, Scottish. Means, it means a shepherd with a flock of sheep on a peninsula of land about 500 years ago in Gaelic.
1: Yeah, well, if you hyphenated all that, that would be even worse than Spoon, I guess. What, so what's the Wather?
6: I, I have no idea individually, but I know collectively that's what it means. Okay, okay.
1: Well, don't Wather finding out. <laughs> I'll, I'll really try nice. not to. Uh, and we are asking the question, the musical question, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of our audience out there. What's that number again, Jim? It's 619 uh, 737 That's right. Uh, if you know what, the Dennis Connors uh, make sure that he s- uh, shaves before a sailing. Uh, and that's why I've uh, had such great success in previous years so let's go to the phones right now and find out if uh, what's happening here uh, with uh, in Sherman in San Diego hi Sherman hi hello how are you fine Sherman are, are you being watched or are you <laughs>
7: no <laughs>
2: not
7: at all
1: can we talk sure okay how are you Sherman I'm fine okay how
2: are
1: you Things a lot better for you, I hope. Uh, oh, things
2: are great for me.
1: Okay, sure. No, I know. Uh, are you a sailor at all, uh, Sherman? No. Fine. Um, Dennis Connor, what does he shave?
2: His ballast.
1: His what? Ballast.
6: Ballast. His ballast? Yes.
1: No, I'm sorry, not. Something on him, but thank you. Okay. All right, we've had uh, head, neck... Uh, no, I guess we haven't had that one. Um... Face. What could it be, I wonder? You get that wind coming from behind. What would you like to have exposed to the wind, I guess, is the is the question. Uh Megan? Yes. What does he shave? His neck. His neck is right. Okay, and uh Megan uh how are you Good day. Uh what are you doing these days?
5: uh i'm having a day off
1: day off today Mm uh what do you do uh, ordinarily
5: i'm a neurology resident
1: oh there's well that's okay you can take prozac or something you'll feel much better (laughs) yeah um neurology resident
2: yeah
1: okay uh uh, rewarding career
2: very it's very good it's good to you yes very good
1: where do you hail from originally um
2: australia
1: from australia hey right on megan how are you yeah, unbelievable. Good. Unbelievable. the odds <laughs> of finding two australians on short notice yeah for light duty is just <laughs> almost insurmountable uh megan do you know the uh witherspoons no the uh Watherspoons.
2: no i don't believe i do from
1: adelaide uh, where are you from originally
2: sydney originally But i lived in chicago for 10 years
1: okay so that took some of the edge off yeah yeah You know, Megan,
6: Megan, what I always tell people is when they ask me about my accent, I always tell them, well, the Americans
1: have corrupted me. (laughs) Does it always get a laugh like that? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) One Australian laughs and 1,500 Americans sit there and say, what the heck is this? Uh, Megan, okay. Nice to have you on with us, Megan. Nice
2: to be on.
1: Okay, here's how it works. a two of you collaborate, are you familiar with this uh, fiasco? Yes, I am. I used to
2: live in Chicago all the time.
1: Oh, you did? Okay, good. Uh, so you get th- three right. Uh, is that how it works, Jim? And what, three right. what categories do we have? We have current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school had you
0: been paying attention, science, or odds and ends. Uh, Megan, you pick the first one.
2: Uh, science.
1: Science it is. Okay. Uh, i um, Give it my best shot. Okay, give it your best shot. That's all you can do, yeah. Ian. there a saying for that in Australian? Um, uh,
2: give it a bow. Give it a go. <laughs>
1: okay. We have that same saying, huh? yes. no,
2: give it a bow, I think.
5: Give
1: it a bow?
2: A bow.
6: A burl? a burl, yeah give it a burl
1: that's another, another give
5: expression. it a burl, burl. Yeah. yeah i've no idea what it means i'm going to use gonna that nice. in
1: my everyday speech along with uh, what's the other one butt thong yeah. <laughs> give it a burl butt thong i'm learning a lot of cool stuff all right before saying uh, anything to a praying manis shrimp yes uh, in a bar a wet bar let's say you should know it can deploy its razor-like claw in uh, half a second one two hundredth of a second, or half a shake of a shrimp's tail. <laughs> Learn this by going to the Scripps Institution, ladies and gentlemen, the aquarium there, and you should too. Oh, what
2: well, do you well, think,
5: Ian?
1: Well,
6: um, it's either the first or the, or the third one.
2: And the third one sounds nice
1: and vague. Or the I second one. Did you hear that too? One two hundredth of a the, second. The
2: one two hundredth of a second is, uh, you
1: know. Don't think so.
2: Good people hear are saying
1: two. Half a second. Or uh, uh, or half a shake of the. I, I tell you thing.
6: what, Megan. Let's uh, let's take a chance on this. Let's take number two. All right. Okay. There is no
1: number two. Also There's just A, B, and C.
6: All right. A, no, B. We'll take B. <laughs> Maybe in Australia <laughs>
1: yes. you have number two, B but here we have A, B, or C.
6: Okay. We'll, we'll do B, right, Megan? Right. Thank you.
1: <laughs> what do you want? B. B is right. All
6: right. <laughs>
1: a. A. That would be that
0: would be one right,
1: no okay. wrong. Mm-hmm. Back, to you, in for
0: one of these. Current events: people, places, school, or odds and ends.
1: Oh, let's do people. People it is. Forty percent people. Yeah, forty percent of all adult Americans like to buy status brands. What percent what percentage of rich people do? Forty percent of all Americans
2: Are these rich American people?
1: These are all all American people. Okay. Forty percent buy status brands. What percentage of rich people do? Is it ninety percent, fifty percent, or thirty percent?
2: What do you know about rich Americans? Ian? Well,
6: well, you know I know they've got a lot of them here in La Jolla. Uh-huh. So I would imagine with their Lexuses and BMWs and that I would say it would probably be 90%. 90%? That's
2: pretty
6: high. Pretty high? Yeah. Michael, again, what were the categ- what was the uh the three? Again, again, Ian, again, again the uh, number again. 1
1: was 90%, number yes. 2 was 50%, and C was uh,
6: 30%. Oh, well then uh, then let's go with 50%. 50%
2: that's okay. Think? I don't know Is any rich Americans
6: Megan?
1: Though. No? What do, you, what do you think on this one? 50%. Shall percent Shall you give it a burl? I
6: give it a burl. You like want to give it a burl? Uh, you,
1: you want 50%, right? You, th- you 50%? think you think
2: 50%? Yeah, we'll try that. Okay, they're a
6: little
1: high. I'm sorry, it's 30%. It's 30%. Ah.
6: You gave it the wrong burl there. I, I guess that's how they hang on to their money. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> that must be.
6: Yeah,
1: I think that's the you lesson. By the
2: white generic brand.
1: So uh, that One be... right, one wrong. All right, you've got uh, several more chances to get two more right. Back to you, Megan, for one of these. Current events, places, school, or odds and ends?
2: Uh, school, please. School,
1: okay. Now, I'm depending on you, Megan, uh-huh. as a neurologist, uh-huh. to know this. But
2: I'm out of touch with the audience, so you've got that over
1: me. Well, he's lost him, too, believe me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a, a few remarks he's made here have been totally Uh We're going to start bringing our nuclear carriers over there, buddy. Oh, absolutely. Whether you like it or not, yes. how like that? Uh, who said of San Diego, quote, I have been in worse places than this? It was one of these. Was it Jody Foster? Kit Carson? or David Hasselhoff?
6: <laughs> I, uh, I'm not sure, what do you think, Megan? You wanna go with David, David Hasselhoff?
2: I was tempted by that in the first hearing.
1: Are you tempted by him, Rella? I
2: No,
5: not at all. Oh. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I
1: said- th- Jody Foster, Kit Carson, Dale, David Hasselhoff need an answer from you? Uh, the audience is saying uh, Kit Carson. Kit Carson I did... can't believe you're helping this guy out. <laughs> <laughs> After what he said about you,
2: what did she say about the name? I
1: don't know what he said about No, no, he's talking about some, uh, the audience.
2: So uh, you're saying
6: what? I, I, I'm, saying, I'm saying Kit Carson. Kit Carson Kit is Carson. right. All right. <laughs>
1: 1886, Battle of San Pasquale.: Two right and one wrong. Okay, one right and you win it. I guess it's back over to you, uh, Ian. For current events,
0: places, or odds uh, and ends.
6: Let's do current events. Current events. All
2: right.
1: Current events. Mm-hmm. So a stage direction there. Okay, excuse me. All right, to feel secure, Representative Duncan Hunter needs at least A, two fences 20 foot high, 18 miles long, (laughs) (laughs) B, three fences 15 foot high, 14 miles long, or C, 12 fences 100 feet high, 2,000 miles long.
6: Duncan Hunter, by the way,
1: is an elected official. Yes. Mm-hmm. So blame yourself. Yes.
6: Yes.
2: <laughs> uh, can you vote in?
1: Two fences, 20 foot high, 18 miles long. Three fences, 15 foot high, 14 miles long. Twelve fences, 100 feet high, uh, 2,000 miles long.
6: Everyone's saying C. I think well, I C is... Hearing.
1: That's true, from a psychological standpoint. But. I
6: mean, if you want to be ridiculous about it, let's say C. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, no, 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 I, I mean that in I, a
6: good way. I mean that in a good way, not a bad way. I think it's too late. I, but I think I heard it was
2: three
6: fences. Three fences? So yeah, you're saying uh, three fences.
1: Therefore it would be? Duh,
2: that's B, I believe. B is right. Congratulations. Okay. Good.
1: You've won. Congratulations. I, I'm so glad for you.
0: And Jim, what have they won? Well, Megan, you've won a set of passes to see exotic and marvelous marine animals native to waters throughout the Pacific Basin at La Jolla's Stephen Birch Aquarium Museum. From the Stephen Birch Aquarium. Great. Ian, uh, you and uh, Patricia will be able to break out the guacamole recipes and go wild with a whole flat of avocados from the California Avocado Commission. Wonderful! It's wonderful. And you'll both be able to celebrate your quiz victory with a magnificent gift pack of wine from the fabulous Orfea Vineyards.
1: Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. My my, uh, calendar, Jim.
0: And of course, yeah, we have the what do you know know, what do you knowledge guest calendar for nineteen ninety-six from Andrews and McNeil. You gotta push those calendars, Jim. Congratulations. Enjoy your calendar throughout the year. I Appreciate it.
1: Nice to have you here. Thank you very much. much, Great job, Megan. Thank you for calling. Hang on just a second, okay?
0: Okay. Yes, and good luck with that. If you'd like to attend a What Do You Know broadcast in Madison, send us a self-addressed stamped envelope with your phone number, date of show, number of complimentary tickets requested to What Do You Know studio audience, 821 University Avenue, Madison, Wisconsin, 53706. The next opening is January 13th and 20th. And
1: would you welcome, please, Los Alacranes? Chunky, tell me this: Why yeah. is his so big, and yours was so little? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong
1: question. I know. Uh, yeah. Now, th- uh, this is a. Tra- these are all traditional instruments. Yeah. This one here.
7: That's a guitar, rom, but Wedo uh, yeah. uh, calls it Big Bertha. Big Bertha. Okay. Yeah. Well, introduce the band, would you, Chunky? Oh, so no. Mike, Wero, better known as Don, yeah. or better known as Wedo, Rick, and Chunky. Don't ask me why. But. <laughs>
1: And uh, the Los, Los uh, Alacranes. Alacranes means, means
7: scorpions. A long time when we started, yeah. we kind of looked like scorpions. I guess now we look like cucarachas, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We're, We're getting old, man. Ah, sound, you sound <sighs> terrific. How long have you been playing together? Since about 76, I think. 76? Yeah. yeah. Getting
1: the hang of it or what? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> gets us out of the house once in a while, you know? Uh, yeah, anything that does works for me, I'll tell you that. Yeah. about <laughs> Surfing, whatever it takes. And are you all from San Diego? Or yeah, like? yeah, yeah. Right I, here. So, 76, you had been high school buddies, huh, that time? Kind of. Well, maybe one of the guys, we're not going to say who, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that, yeah. Okay, that's cool with me. <laughs> yeah, I was
7: in high school in 76, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they threw you out when they saw you in there with all those kids, right? Was, yeah. yeah. So, Chunky, what's this uh, next number going to
7: be? We're gonna, this is called Chorizo Sandwich. Well,
1: Oh, that's the sausage. Yeah. I love that stuff. All right, sounds good to me. does it? Los Alicronis. Tastes good, too. Huh? It's
7: a true story. We're not going to say what happened to them. Chorizo. 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 Oh, oh, oh,
2: oh. Chorizo.
7: Yes, Chata. I remember the night. I remember the night that I told you I was hungry for your love, man. Yes, I was hungry for your love. But what did you do? What did you do, Chata? You went into the kitchen, man. You went into the kitchen, and you fixed me a chorizo sandwich. Chorizo, 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 whoa oh 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 Chorizo, chorizo, whoa-oh-oh-oh. Oh, oh. I'll never forget that chorizo sandwich, Shetna. Six days in bed, six days in the head, and two bottles of the K-O-Pectate, man. Yes. And while I was in bed, while I was in the head, you went out on me, yes you did, Chata, with my best friend and all, Michael Feldman, man. Why him, man? Why not a surfer or something, man? You did me wrong, Chata. While I was in bed, while I was in the head, with two bottles of tape, man. But you know what they say, time heals all wounds, you know? Come to think of it now, after all these years, I guess I don't mind it that much anymore. You're going out on me the way you did, Chata, with my best friend and all, Michael. Doing me wrong when I was in bed, when I was in the head, man. I can live with that, man. Let bygones be bygones. Why not? But you know what, Chata? There's one thing, man. I still can't forget to this day, man. Can't even sleep at night sometimes, man. You know what that is, man? You didn't have to go, Chata. You didn't have to go and give me that damn chorizo sandwich, man. Chorizo, chorizo,
2: chorizo, woah oh, oh oh. Chorizo, chorizo, Whoa, oh, oh, oh Chorizo, chorizo,
7: chorizo. I'm not a thousand huevos away.
1: Los Alacrines, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Oh man, I love that traditional music. <laughs> oh, that's terrific. Los Salacranes and uh, featuring Chunky Sanchez. And uh... <laughs> there's a haunting melody. I love it. That's beautiful. Well, not to switch gears or anything like that, but now let's talk. We've got the chorizo, so now we need some wine, obviously, <laughs> to wash it down. Would you welcome, please, from the Orfila Winery, uh, Leon Santaro, ladies and gentlemen. You. Santoro. Santoro, Italian. I got your name wrong, that's, that's a good start, isn't it? Santoro, pardon me very much. Thank you. And uh, you are from north of Rome? No, originally? East, east of Rome. East of Rome. Abruzzi. Abruzzi. And what, what kind of grape are they known for out there in Abruzzi?
4: Um, actually, not, not uh, only two, Trebbiano and Molto Abruzzi d'Abruzzo. Oh. But they still have a lot of work to do compared to Tuscany or Bordeaux.
1: They do. So it's not a big wine region.
4: Big, yes, but quality needs improvement. Okay. So That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot That's of it, but it's not that good right. is what you're saying. Well, my grandmother, have, my grandmother should have stayed alive. I mean, she was a winemaker there. I guess yeah. she didn't move quite into the modern, modern age yeah. with it.
1: Yeah, but you have definitely.
4: We're trying. Yeah. But we have the perfect one for chorizo, the Syrah. We do, okay. Well, this is going to work out. I wish we had the chorizo too, actually. I like that stuff. But,
1: uh, but you know, in the head and in the, in the bed. Um, now, wine, I mean, when people talk about wine, especially out here, I mean, I can hardly stand to hear them talk about it. I mean, do you ever have that problem? I mean, I love wine. Um, I like to drink it.
4: I do. I do. Actually, yeah. I have a big problem. With all yeah. due
1: respect yes.
4: to all the San Diegans, maybe yes. in the audience. When I came up from Napa, the question they were asking me at first was like, do you crush grapes with your feet? I was going to get to that. Well, okay. I was afraid of that. <laughs> so There is no. <laughs> the answer is no. That's why I wore these shoes, because I was afraid you would ask me that. Oh, yeah, you did wear shoes, too. Again, yeah. okay, I just walked down here briefly. Um But, but I, I think San Diego has come a long way, eh? yeah. a long way. When I was up in Napa, I admit there were snobs, yeah. and they used to tell me that, no, San Diego... A six-course dinner in San Diego is a six-pack of beer. Yeah, but not anymore. No. Not anymore. In Wisconsin, no, no. it still is. You'll be happy to know. I'm proud. No, I'm proud. I'm proud to be. I'm proud to be down here from uh, yeah. from Napa Valley. Well, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to, to
1: single out San Diegans, but I mean, like my, my brother is a California physician, mm-hmm. and they make him take you know cardiology and and, and whatever immunology and all that stuff and, and wine tasting. And it's not like they enjoy this stuff, it's, but they know how to talk about it, and, you know, they yeah. say whatever it is.
4: Actually, yeah. at the winery of the Philadelphia, this is serious. We are doing a research with a cardiologist, Dr. Newton. <laughs> yeah, we are. Right. He's a retired cardiologist and loves our wine. Yeah. A- any wine. He says he loves our wine, <laughs> but I think it's any wine. And we have uh, applied to the Wine Institute for a grant, and some people say we're on the bandwagon, but I think there's... But why sin- not? Since the French Paradox came out, yeah. I think most of you are aware of it. Yeah. Um, French
1: eat the worst food in the world, uh, and uh, count calorically, out, yes. and, they're, and they're the healthiest.
4: Yeah. But the key is moderation, Michael. It is? Moderation. For the French, maybe, not for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for me, the key is eating and drinking whenever you can. And, and of course, making love, I think, on the beach, around a bonfire while surfing. So
4: I think you might have talked too long <laughs> to the surfer. <laughs> <laughs> well, wine, I mean, wine is
1: all part of that, right? I mean, people miss... Because you know, th- I don't think these people actually ever sit down and just drink a bottle on the beach. You know what I'm saying? The people who know well, the bouquet uh, and the as a winemaker, man-
4: though, I would like to see maybe at least two people, if not four, drink a bottle. Well, then we get six or eight bottles. <laughs> like in the restaurant the other day, I got
1: four. I was going to order four bottles of port, and they said it was too much for three people. So, <laughs> what what a wine from now? Now tell me uh, or or the vineyards here. You know, you took those over uh, a few years ago, right? Right.
4: Yeah. In uh, '93. Yeah. There was a change of ownership. The winery now is owned by Ambassador Orfila, mm-hmm. who's a retired diplomat. And he's really so he's not
1: diplomatic anymore?
4: <laughs> well, I think he's insane for buying a winery you know, <laughs> after retirement. Really? But uh, I think the winery has helped him, it's given him a lot of uh, energy. Yeah. We're doing some good things. Uh, we want to be part of the community. We're, we're growing organic vegetables on the land, too.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> good move. Good move, good Leon. That like gets them where they live. They got it like that. And, of course, the wine thing. Now, uh, what, what sort of grape uh, are you... I understand you did some kind of grafting thing that was unusual. Uh,
4: yes. When I came down from Napa, uh, they were doing 30 acres of Chardonnay around the winery. So I had a meeting with the staff, and I said, who was the genius that planted this? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, no longer there. Uh, but we have switched to Sangiovese, Syrah. Uh, these are new and upcoming varieties. Um, um, did, you, did you
1: graft these onto the yes. Chardonnay stock? That, that,
4: that, what that does is instead of waiting three years, it allows you to make the wine in one year. Yeah. Of course, they end up looking like
1: this, unfortunately.
4: Actually, I would like to say something yeah. um, that San Diegans should be proud of. I mean, yeah. we've, we've been joking about San Diego since 11 o'clock. I love them, but, though. You know, I do. Uh, but um, I brought down the genetic material of uh, vines. Of San Diegans? Vines. Or? Vines. <laughs> from Joseph Phelps Vineyards mm-hmm. from Napa. We grafted on to Chardonnay here in San Diego mm-hmm. and in a blind tasting our Syrah came out ahead. So, what does that mean? That's San Diego. That's yeah. San Diego soil and San Diego weather. Yeah. That's very important. That's the Mediterranean Mediterranean uh, climate of San Diego. It is. It's, it's, uh, th- I was going to ask you what the... Yeah. It's the, this it's would the be climate like, and the soil of San Diego.
1: Like what part of Italy would correspond?
4: Uh, I would say parts of Tuscany or even the Rhone, for those of you that have been in, the, in France, the Rhone area, mm-hmm. um, but where, they grow flowers in San Diego, I mean, it's, it's just beautiful climate. You can drink those too, you know, if you, I think. Anyway, now tell
1: me, you know, we're going to do some, some tasting here, I guess, let's, let's, let's cut to the chase right okay, here. Okay, well, the one, no. the one
4: is ready, it's
1: 12 uh, <laughs> it's 12 Terry, the one is ready. In Wisconsin, we're heavily drinking by now, anyway, so uh, I think it's it's only appropriate that we do. What what, a, what am I looking for here, Leon? Okay, in a glass, perhaps. In glass? Okay, yes. Why don't you okay.
4: That? Well, thank you. Let okay.
1: so me take my headphones off. That's a I can't Chardonnay. Okay, we start it's with the Chardonnay. Chardonnay. But okay. d- aroma first. Okay. Um,
4: Tell me what to do, Leon. Yeah, uh, what I just to drink do? the stuff usually. Well, on. the first thing you don't want to do is just guzzle it down. This is the problem I'm I have so with glad people. I didn't. I was really people that people that. that you know yeah. when I see the margaritas and things like that. So the first thing you want to do really is um, look at it, sight. Okay, sight. I know that it takes patience, but okay. yeah, okay. you have to look at it. It should look pretty. It should look it's pretty. pretty. It should pretty. it should be clear. It's nice. Uh, something like a Chardonnay, should have like a nice pale yellow. <laughs> The second thing is you should smell it. Smell it. And <laughs> t- ah, think of it, good. we should be more, should be more really like good. cats. Cats don't like eat cats. anything unless they go by and smell and this and that. And actually, then they turn around to the owner and say, get me some fresher food, right?
1: It's okay. <laughs> you want me to rub up against your leg to get these hairs? <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. So, We're looking at it. We're smelling okay, it. Okay. Then you should smell it. Yeah. And um, most people can tell. I mean, they know in their brains what it is, but they cannot verbalize. It's wine. I don't know why. The only thing I can not think wine, of. No, wine. It's wine. I <laughs> said. Not why. What well, is this philosophy 101? This is wine. Right? I think I blame it on the refrigerator. I think we yeah. put everything in the refrigerator so people are not used to smelling. Smelling. But in this Chardonnay, for example, you should get some citrusy flavors, some lemony, mm-hmm. um, floral. Yeah. Would, floral you get, would you get that by drinking it? <laughs> actually, you do. You actually do. Okay. Because then the same flavors should uh, be mirrored on your palate. Yeah. and I, mean, I like
1: it when they shoot to the brain and they <laughs> numb out the extremities. That's good, too, isn't it? Well,
4: if the wine doesn't smell good, it's not going to taste good. I always say but that. Actually, when I, work, um, when I work as a wine judge, you have maybe 30, 50 people yeah. that will taste 200 wines on a weekend.
1: So how many, that comes out to how many each?
4: No no one, each person two hundred one. Oh so you start at nine o'clock in the morning and So you get all two hundred. Yeah, but oh. like Saturday and Sunday, nine cool. to five, nine to five you do two hundred one. So you yeah. can tell a lot just from the smell. And we have a bucket. You have so a we bucket? don't even taste it. We don't even taste it. The point is The point is if it doesn't smell good, it won't taste good. Okay. So we got go that. ahead and smell okay. it. You should, you should get some butteriness. I have to watch my accent. Either. B U T. No, t, no, t, I can't. Some toastiness. Toastiness, butteriness.
1: Toast and butter. I can get. Can we drink okay. the wine? Leon. You're driving <laughs> me crazy. I want buttered toast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for, okay go for it. Okay, go for it. Okay. Oh, you're not swallowing? <laughs> he beat me. It, it went down too quick. Didn't
4: I, it? I think I was too fast with the joke on the margaritas. Not yeah. like the margarita. Slow down. You know. Was that
1: fast? That was slow for fast, me. I fast. Didn't, it didn't go just, right down the hole. What you
4: really want to do is savor it. You yeah. want to savor it. So what you want to do is move it around. That's it. Hold it in there for a while. Move it around a little bit. There you go. He knows how to do it. He knows how to do it. And then <laughs> there you go. Now it's gone down. Okay. So what do, what do you? What do you feel? No. Let see? me
1: just see what I felt. Like. <laughs>
4: Very nice. It feels like a philosopher already.
1: Very nice. I would say that's very nice. Okay, the wine is that's very nice, fermented. That's a nice Chardonnay. Is
4: that what that is? Thank you.
1: <laughs> no, it really is very good. Excellent. Okay.
4: Well, the remarkable, thing, remarkable thing, it's from San Diego. Yeah. And when I came down, I said, usually I start the good. tour at Are you going to drink one. yours? No. <laughs> no, we got three more to go. Oh, okay, okay,
2: okay.
4: No, we're supposed to taste, Michael. Okay.
1: Now, now what we're going to okay. do. They're excellent. What year is that? That was a 92. 92 is a good oh. year.
4: Actually, the fact that it's now three years old, it's really rich and excellent. showing well. It really is excellent. Um, it's, it's, really? Not, it's not quite yet at the level of the Stag's Leap, the Queer Ridge that I used to be in wow. the Napa Valley, but it's, oh, yeah. we're getting there slowly. That's good. Again, the thing is, when I started a tour, I say, imagine, how can it be good if it's from San Diego, the land of surfing, beaches, et cetera, et cetera. But it, it's, yep. it's pretty decent Chardonnay.
1: Yeah, okay.
4: Uh, the next one is Sauvignon Blanc.
1: Ah, so okay, the, the white uh, Sauvignon. Is that, do they use the same grape for the, for the other Sauvignon, and then somehow uh, it comes out white?
4: No, no, that's... Probably the cab- the ca- they have the Cabernet.
1: Cabernet. Where does the Sauvignon just come from? The region, right? Basically, yeah, Sauvignon
4: kind of blanc, of blanc, it's just like saying uh, swordfish, and the other one is a sea bass, and it's just okay. a different grape. Okay, swordfish. Swordfish. <laughs> it's just a different, a different grape altogether. This is actually a grape that we have to give a lot of credit to Robert Mondavi.
1: Boy,
4: that's nice. Yeah. He, he pioneered this and it wasn't doing very well at the beginning. No. And maybe some of you know Sauvignon Blanc as Fume Blanc. Yeah. And that's also the great genius, marketing genius Robert Mondavi. He he, he changed it and he put it in barrels, a little smokiness from the Jack barrels. up the price, fifty percent. Jack up the price. <laughs> Better label. Works and all for of me. a sudden, we come up in California with Fume Blanc. Yeah. The Frenchmen don't like it too much, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah.
1: You kind of so, steamroll these Americans, right? Basically is what you're saying, because they don't know what they're
4: buying, right? No, 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 no. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. Actually, no. But you here, could. Come on a minute. You could if you wanted to. Yeah, uh, you should. Um, if you wanted to compare the nose of this to the other one, you different. should get more grassy flavors, more herbal, uh, like herbal tea. Yeah. Um, our style is more toward, we don't want to be like um, some of the wines that are so herbaceous that it, it dominates the fruit. Boy, oh, is that
1: nice. I guess that's not descriptive, but this is nice, too. No,
4: no, nice is a good description. That other one was
1: nice, and this is yeah. nice, too, but it's nice uh, in a different way. It's a different part of the tongue.
4: As I said before... that's yeah, fine. Yeah. As I said before, a lot of people know what they're tasting.
1: It's because you're not drinking, isn't it? <laughs> I can tell a bitter reaction.
4: <laughs> this is excellent. Well, that was a pun, I guess, a bitter reaction. The wine is not bitter, though. Okay, No, please. no, the wine the is audience. very mellow. <laughs> um, you should... I guess we're moving on to rands.
1: You know, I don't know which I like better. I honestly don't.
4: Okay. Here's I do Tino know... Leon. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Salute. Salute. Um, I do know that you like Merlot. Slow down, please. Well, you can't do
1: that and not drink. I didn't want to be impolite. Well, Are we out of time? Good. That was good. Okay, That's. this is... a which one is this? This is... This
2: one.
4: Can I get a case of this? Is that possible? Well, I, our PR director, Rebecca, was in the audience. and yeah. said, Leon, you should have brought Mike a bottle. I said, well, yeah. he probably should buy a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that one. That's but right, just to keep it on would the opener. Can I bring you an opener? Yeah. as a souvenir oh, thank you very much and a book by a dear colleague of mine Dick Patton oh Dick Patton and when I realize that your show is what do you know and you don't know much <laughs> this is the basics <laughs> this, is, this book is the basics it's the basics okay I very hope, nice
1: I hope you'll uh, I'll enjoy, enjoy it. It. Is this the same one we're drinking now yeah I didn't this get quite a, a full is glass a <laughs> On this is Merlot I think the show will be over soon I think it's over right now as far as I'm concerned hey. don't do this at home friends because you'll, you'll be drinking alone and that's a serious problem
4: Actually, uh, this, this, is this Merlot is rated very, very well in blind tasting um, with wines in Sonoma, Napa. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they're all my friends, so it kind of gives me mixed feelings about the, winning. The friends who taste it, you mean? No, no, no. I'm, unfortunately, oh, the, the friends one that you're competing of, yeah. against yeah. in from the oh, Napa Valley. But I think it's yeah. more important that, that we are in the league. That, I, know, I right? think
1: it's terrific.
4: Yeah. Merlot is the
1: hot wine, now. Correct. The, and it's it's should
4: be, it should appear to you like a lot of black currants in the nose. Uh, very rich, very smooth, long, very long finish, meaning lingering, lingering aftertaste. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, lingering headache is what I'm going to get. Then. <laughs> Which is no reflection on the wine; it's my okay. drinking. Well, hands.
4: then okay. maybe we should do a little advertisement. Uh, doctors say two to four glasses a day. I say one a day is plenty.
1: Yeah, that's what the French do, right? You're maybe already up to almost no three or twelve markup. bottles a day, I guess, if you're, for the French. It's excellent. It truly is superb. I would say. I'm
4: not just saying that to try and score a case. Well, Rebecca suggested we give you the big bottle as a souvenir. The big bottle. You see the big bottle in the front? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. What's in there?
4: What's Merlot. Is it? Yeah, Merlot. Let's go
1: back to the room now, back guys. To the room. Let's get the ski way. <laughs>
4: There's only one catch. Can you carry
1: on by yourself, all right, for a while? Uh, you don't really need me, obviously. Yeah.
4: That yeah. is a huge bottle for a party, so the catch is the yep. one and somehow has to be invited to the party. Okay, we'll catch. take it. We got a boat
1: that's leaving soon. We'll take it on. We can use it for a float if nothing else. Excellent. This
4: Let's do another one. <laughs> okay. 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 Try, try the difference on the nose between the Merlot and the Syrah. Okay. This is one of the new upcoming varieties. Interestingly enough, Syrah started in Iran, in Persia, in Asia Minor, and then he went Very to the subtle. Rhone, yeah, the Rhone area, then he went to Australia. And now in Australia it's known as shura. So some of you might have had, had this Cabernet, shura blend. Ian, does
1: that ring a bell? Yes.
4: See, I'm telling the truth. Thank you, Ian. Um, it, now we're bringing it back. I guess there's a trend. Too late. I'm out there, man. <laughs> 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 it can't reel me in on it. And this, what, what a different grape? Different using? grape again. It's a different red grape. And the, this is the one that has been grafted around the wine right here in Escondido. It's about eight minutes from here. So we can uh, get there in eight minutes? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Very nice. Uh, Very subtle. You you should get more cherries. A lot of cherries. I should. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to set him up. That was not a setup.
1: Leave me alone. Please don't write about it, okay? Give me a break.
4: (laughs) <laughs> uh, Leon, dear health. Okay. The, yeah. the, um, the one thing also you should notice here is that <laughs> it's not as smooth as the Merlot. Yeah. No. Okay, the reason is this is a 93 Syrah, mm-hmm. bottle in May, sold out in May. So it's, it's really a baby. It's younger, This hits the top younger. of the tongue. Okay. And more, this
1: gets more like to the base of the tongue. Correct. This is more astringent. I was correct? Yeah, more oh, astringent. Okay. More,
4: um, what can I say? It, more like a, uh, like a or something. When no, they drink when you drink tea one. which is steeped a long time, yeah. right? That's what you taste in here. Yeah, or it should be tasted. So it needs to be older, right? Needs to be older. He knows.
1: Mm. Anything else, Leon? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, we have the big bottle.
1: That's that's the <laughs> equivalent of six point seven bottles. I don't think we'll do that. So. Uh, so basically, though, what, like with wine, you're not a wine snob at all, obviously, but you are a winemaker. I used to
4: be, I think, when I was yeah. up in uh, Napa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, San Diego's been very, a very nice experience for me because uh, we are in the Waldano Park. Mm-hmm. So we got people from all over the world. Uh, people that think that Wads in is the best and people that think that a $25 Merlot is the best. Mm-hmm. And they're both right. Yes. <laughs> Leon, I want to thank you for being here. These are excellent wines. Well, People can come you.
1: and tour your winery, and do you, do you show them around personally? If you, uh, you got to know you. Uh, if basically. they call,
4: if they call, yes. If, if not, they call. We, we actually open seven days, and we have tour guides. And but if they call ahead, I will do it.
1: And it's right here in Escondida. Escondida, yes. Excellent. Hard to believe. Thank, thank you, you, Leon, for being here.
4: <laughs> it's wonderful. Really, it's great
1: having you here. Leon Santoro, ladies and gentlemen, the winemaker from Orfila Vineyard. Well, ordinarily I go in the audience now, but <laughs> go on out there. We'll play a we'll little. play a little bit. Uh, okay, uh, give me a chance to, They're going to fill here a little bit, and I'll go out in the audience. with you? Go. Uh, yes. Crisis. Crisis. Once again, the what do you know trio, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: You what Do You Know on PRI, Public Radio International. Thank you. Oh,
1: there's no steps over there. Oh, no, this is a horrible thing. There's only steps on this side. There's some wine there. Everybody wants to lamp that up. <laughs> We've been passing out wine here to the audience, and they've been very graciously taking it. <laughs> it's kind of a religious thing, isn't it, when you think about it? I can see why they do that. makes a lot of sense to me, and it's Orphila. Orphila a vineyard. Very nice. Everyone been out there on the tour? I bet it's very nice. What? I'm sorry?
5: My friend wants to be on your show.
1: Everybody wants to be on my show. <laughs> you think your friend is so special? I can't believe you think that. How you doing so far? Real good. Getting that wine or not? No, I missed some. Oh, that's too bad. You are? John. John, where are you from? From San Diego. From San Diego. What do you do there, John? I'm a software engineer. Software engineer. Okay. So, all right, somebody's got to be, that's okay. And what, what's your passion in, in life? A sports thing or a... Computer games. Computer games? <laughs> like, which one is the one you're into right now? Uh, fast attack. Fast attack, the object of it is... To uh, sink enemy submarines. Naturally. Okay, and it, do you sink a lot of them? I bet you do. Yes, every day. Cool, <laughs> cool man. What was the game before that that was your big thing? Uh, non-existent. I'm sorry? Non-existent. We're just developing it. It'll be out for Christmas. Okay, I'll look for that. I don't do it, but I'll look for it just in case I run into it. And Hi, how are you? Good. Yep. You are? Nathan. Nathan. And uh, where are you from, Nathan?
2: San Diego. San Diego. Where do you go to school there? Wegenheim. Middle school.
1: In middle school. Pretty good year for you so far? Or? Yeah. yeah. Straight A's? Straight A's, ladies so and gentlemen. Nathan got straight A's. Wow. Was that hard? What was, what was the one subject where you thought maybe you wouldn't get an A?
6: Social studies. Social
1: studies, and it, and it was hanging by a thread? Yeah. yeah. What did you have to do to get that A?
2: Hard stuff. Hard stuff.
1: <laughs> do you have to do papers in middle school, like write a paper about something? Or? Yeah. What was your paper on? Early man. Early man? Well, you should study John over here on the piano. <laughs> He's a perfect replica of early man. He is. Look at that. Is that early man or what? He hasn't evolved at all. Nice, nice to meet you, Nathan. <laughs> Congratulations on that. Excellent. Good work. I appreciate that. Are you in the film industry? No. See, you should be. You dress like a guy in the film industry. You got one of those shirts that has no collar on it? More like a uh, Colombian cartel drug lord. Oh. <laughs> Let's do a tasting. What do you say? Sounds good. Okay, very good. What's, what's your name? Mark. Mark, nice to meet you. What are you actually in? Submarine communications. Submarine communications. Wow, you and this guy should get together here because <laughs> you talk to him, he sinks him, basically. So are you strictly a low-frequency man? Or... <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, extremely low-frequency. Okay, that's all right. I'm very sorry to hear that, really. I am not... I'm sure he's just tired, and it's really no problem at all. Uh, who we got here, basically. Anyone have something they want to give me? I always like to stop for those. Hey, buddy, hey, buddy up here. Is that a real voice? Hi, how are you? Hi. <laughs> I don't know how to get up there. I probably would. Let's just let's go back over here. You can't see these people here. Trust me, they are here. For example, you're back here, but no one can see you. How are you? Fine, thank you. And you are? Lila. Lila, that's a beautiful name.
6: Thank you. And
1: Lila, where are you from? Uh, Larchmont, New York. <laughs> Larchmont, New York. Is that near here? Or? <laughs> yeah, very, very near. <laughs> are you a transplant? No, I'm just visiting relatives. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Terrific. What have you done so far?
6: Oh, we did the um, wild animal park.
1: Yeah. Which I... animals did you do? <laughs> <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <Maybe>
7: <laughs> all of, of you could get. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and what they have, did you sleep over there? I know they had like sleepovers or something at the park. No, we didn't. Yeah. What, how does that work, wild animal park? You just go out there and the animals are all around you or something?
6: Yeah, you go on a train. Area. Do
1: they have that in, in large amounts?
5: No,
6: no.
1: Like that. Yeah, okay. And then what, what else have you done? What else have we done? We, we ate a lot. We ate a lot. Oh, we ate a lot. Any Mexican food? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> How did you avoid it? I've had it six times so far. <laughs> I had it for breakfast. It was leftover, but it was good. I like that. Is this, you know, this guy here in the end?
2: Oh, yeah. He belongs
1: to us, too. Okay. Separating the two of you, I noticed there's something. You, you sir, are. Lewell. Lew? Lewell, L-E-W-E-L-L. Oh, Lewell. Yes. Unusual name. It is. How did you get that? I was born with it, I guess. Oh. <laughs> you don't remember the moment where they gave you that name? And Pardon me? You don't remember the moment when they gave you that name, huh? I was a little young. Yeah. <laughs> Would you have object- objected to it or not? Probably. <laughs> and what field have you been in all these years, Lewell?
4: Oh, travel, business, and attorney. Yeah. Stockbroker. Yeah. You name it, I've had it. Okay.
1: Scam artist, basically. (laughs) Nice to meet you. you. (laughs) Nice to have you here. Well, you know, we're going to play another version of the What Do You Know quiz. Some of you didn't get a chance the first time around won't get a chance this time around either because life is like that. But uh, who uh, is interested in playing that quiz? Let's see the hands at this time of those of you who are uh, more or less dying to... uh, Don't call my name. It confuses me. It just confuses me. When you do, this is a very difficult decision, I can't tell you, because you don't want to hear anyway. What, you? All right, come on down here if you would. Let's see if we can get you over here. She is so, uh, yes, can you get over to me, because I can't get to you, I don't think. All right, oh yes, we can, okay, there's stairs over there. This place is quite huge. And hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Nice
5: to meet you, my name is Ellen Sharon.
1: I was gonna ask you, what's your name?
5: Ellen Sharon.
1: Is it Ellen or Sharon? Uh, Ellen Sharon. Ellen, Sharon? Can I call you Sharon then, would you mind? Okay, Ellen, uh, I guess you would. Uh, what do you do in life? I work for plastic surgeons. You work for plastic surgeons? And you're looking at me, I notice rather closely. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't change a thing about me because it wouldn't help anyway. No, you
5: don't need any changing.
1: What would I do, really? Although that, you know, that article I read there was kind of interesting. Now, Ellen, um, give me one good reason why you should play this quiz.
5: Because my sister in Naperville, Illinois, is listening right now, and she wanted to hear my voice.
1: Heard it. Can we go on to something else then? Okay, come on, Ellen. Come on down there if you would. This is Ellen Sharon, ladies and gentlemen. Long way around. How are you, sir? You're very well, I might say. All right. Sit right up to the wood. That's Jim Packer there. Don't be Hi, afraid. Hi, Ellen.
0: Nice to see you. Sit right down. Thank you.
1: Jim, Ellen, Sharon.
0: Three of you. Have a seat. Significant... there.
1: Okay. All right. Someone gave me nail polish in the audience. I don't know what that means, but I guess it's significant. Well, Ellen, uh, very nice to have you here. And what kind of uh, your plastic surgeon, uh, surgeon? Nice bouquet. Somebody mixed these. This is confusing my palate. I'd offer you some, but I drank out of this already. You know what. Five? Five minutes? Better get to the quiz right away. You know how this works, Ellen? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Jim, what number? That
0: number? 619-737-6326.
1: Okay. Let's demonstrate the dangers of alcohol abuse, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And you can dial that number, 1-619-737-6326, uh, or? 619-Pep-Mean. Pep-Mean. Yes. Here's the question. Where is the other... No, that can't be right. Oh, yeah, the question is, how much of the U.S. Pacific fleet is here? Ladies and gentlemen, if you know the answer to that question, give us a call. Uh, 619-737-6326. How much of the Pacific fleet is here in our audience? How many of you are with the Pacific fleet here in our audience? Would you if you're with the Pacific fleet? You are, sir? Nice to have you here. What, what part of the fleet are you with? Kitty Hawk. Nice to have the Kitty Hawk here. Okay. Oh, we know we got one part of the Pacific Fleet here, the Kitty Hawk. So how much of the fleet is actually stationed or moored or whatever they would call it here in the San Diego area? If you know, give us a call here. Uh, and uh, the number, once again, Jim? 616. Never mind. We got someone. 619. Uh, in Columbus, Ohio. How about that, Steve? You broke through. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Been to San Diego, uh, Steve?
2: Uh, yeah, I took a big road trip after I graduated, like in May of 93.
1: On a bus? Like a magic no, bus kind of thing?
2: Two cars and three motorcycles. Cool. But I
1: was in a car. Well, that's so cool. I had to
2: carry this stuff.
1: Well, not so cool. Well, you know. Steve, how much of the fleet is here? The oh, Pacific Fleet? Probably a lot of them. <laughs> a lot is a good answer. We'll accept that. All right. Uh, specifically, I have a third here. Does that sound right to you? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Where's the other two thirds?
2: In the other part of the Pacific? Where?
1: Oh, in Hawaii, okay. An even better duty, huh? Wow, unbelievable. You guys got, that's a good idea, joining that fleet. I got to get on there. Okay. Um, Steve? Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Ellen Sharon.
2: Hi, Ellen. Hi, Steve.
5: How are you? I'm very well, thank you. a little good. nervous.
1: That's am Don't worry about a thing. We'll get you through this. Steve, what do you do in life as we know it? I'm a graduate student. Okay, so nothing, in other words. Yeah. Okay. Very good. You're in the right place. Two of you collaborate. Uh, we have these categories. Current events, people, places, school, science, odds and ends. And, uh, Steve, what would you like? Um, current events. Current events it is, right out of the news, perhaps. Let's see. Oh, yes, the communist plot to subdue the population of San Diego has been signed into law by Governor Pete Wilson. What is it? The what? The communist... (laughs) The communist plot to subdue the population of San Diego has been signed into law by Governor Pete Wilson. What is it? Talk it over, Ellen.
2: I thought Pete Wilson was a fascist, not a (laughs) commie.
1: Well, irregardless, as we say in Wisconsin. Okay. What, uh, I, what, is, what is it?
2: I think it's the immigration yeah, bill. Yeah, it would have to be the immigration bill.
1: No, I'm sorry. uh it's, it's fluoride in the water, ladies oh. and
2: gentlemen.
1: The famous communist plot from years ago. Wow. That would be one wrong. One wrong. Okay. Ellen, I, I don't know. That was, that was a tough one. Don't worry about it. Uh, you get three more chances to get four or three right. Four more chances to get two right. <laughs> and three more chances to get four right. Uh, Ellen. People, places, school, science, odds and ends.
5: People.
6: We'll give you as many please.
1: chances as you need to get in as many writers as you can. What? People, please. People, please. please. Okay. Do you do those penile things there? And at your, I'm not asking for, for a friend of mine. I haven't had it. He's a bass player. Uh, his friend is a bass player. A plasticos, a Greek word meaning changing shape or form or size. Any of that? Is that an in office procedure? I mean, can you just.
6: Outpatient.
1: And then go dancing the same night? All right. This is a consumption question. Are pantyhose, in terms of consumption, up or down? Whoa. Pantyhose, are they up or down? In terms of consumption. Down.
5: I think it's down. Pantyhose
1: okay. are down. That's right. Good. And that's all the time we have. So you win the What Do You Know quiz. All right. Simply Job, what ben. have they won?
0: Steve, you'll learn all about the finer points of woodies and Hanging Ten with the Surfinary Dictionary from Ten Speed Press. That's Ellen, cool. you get the pair of passes to SeaWorld on Mission Bay South Shore from Excellent. SeaWorld Marine Zoological Park. Oh, and fun. each of you Excellent. will get Michael Feldman's 1996 What Do You Knowledge Desk Calendar from Andrews and McNeil. Congratulations, right. And to here's both life, of you.
1: life with Wine, too, for you. That's oh, a very wow. helpful to me. Ellen, Thank thanks for being here. Steve, thanks for
0: calling in. Hang on just a second. And thanks to members and staff of KPBS, to Maura Grogan-Cornell and Judy Sheridan. What Do You Know is, pr- is produced by Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International. Michael Feldman, producer international. Chris Bannon, producer, with assistance of Lyle Anderson, Diana Cook, and Debbie Builder. The technical director is Tom Blaine, with sound mixing today by Rickford Patrick and Steve Colon. Next week, an encore presentation of a program from La Crosse, Wisconsin, with llamas, catfish cheeks, and folk singing fly fisherman, Clay Rhinos. Oh, I love that.
1: Thanks, San Diego. Great to be here. I love you. I do.
0: Support for What Do You Know comes from this station and from other public radio stations with additional support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. For a list of what-do-you-know-related useless stuff, including books and CDs, call 1-800-383-9772. That's 1-800-383-9772. PRI Public Radio International.